Are we recording? Anyway, yeah. Yes. I'm about to do the intro. Ah. Oh. Hello, everyone. <clears throat> Sorry. Dickhead. Hello, everyone, and welcome Are back. Are you going to do the intro? Like, right now. Because yeah. we're, we're on a... We're, on the... we're recording, mate. Yeah. Do the intro when you're ready. One second. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Fuming Mate podcast, presented by myself, Harry, my good friend, Blake. <laughs> How are you, boss, man? And, of course, who could forget, Andrew. Hello to all the ladies. I would also like to introduce our new member. You might not know him. Do any of you know him? No. His name's White Noise. He's been... We kind of teased him in the earlier episode, you know, all that white noise. He was the main character. Yeah, so... He was was in an undisclosed role in the first few, but now we're naming him. So we have a new member I fucking called hate you guys. White Noise. I'm sorry. <laughs> why why'd you hate us? No, uh, no, not you. I hate White Noise. He annoys me. Oh, right. yeah. yeah. We should kick him from the group. Charlie, oh, sort it out. Charlie! Sort it out. Do you know Charlie's got a new bird? He's got a new girl. <laughs> He's got a new girl. Charlie's this is got not a really podcast stuff, to be fair, mate. Oh, fuck off. He's back on Tinder. He's got a new girl. I wanted to update everyone and okay. let him know that he's doing oh, well. Oh, he's on way to losing his virginity. No, it's probably not, though. You'll give the guy a chance. Leave Charlie alone. All anyway, right, carry on. It's doing better than how. So. <laughs> slam. <That was> a... <laughs> slam, slam. Yeah. Anyway. So. Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> You're all right, Harry. I didn't slam no, I that a... hard. Yeah. No, yeah, I had to think for a second. You slammed me that hard. I had can, we not, can we stop calling it a slam legs. now? Because it just sounds like a fuck to you. you slammed me that hard. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, um, so the last time there was a recording, Blake and Andrew did a drunk podcast, and <laughs> I'm not sure if that's ever going to come out. Oh, no, it will. It will. It will? It's, um, it's probably going to come out after this one. Okay. I reckon. How did it go? But it was... Um, it didn't go very well, I don't <laughs> on Andrew's end, anyways. Well no, I I um I drank far too much and there's a bit at the end that you'll hear where I say, What do you want to talk about next? And then Blake says, We can talk about anything you want, mate. And then I pass out and Blake goes, Alright, I guess we'll end it there. And it was really funny. Really? But yeah. There's a lot of drunken rants by me and there's like we had to stop it a few times because I said, right, I'm going for a fag. And there was, like, another time where I just, like, disappeared for, like, half an hour. I don't know. It it wasn't very successful, but it was quite funny. Have you lot been getting that drunk in isolation? Because the last time I was drunk was the last time I was in town. And that was how many weeks ago? I don't know. The last time I got drunk was Saturday. was when we recorded. Exactly. Yeah, it was the last time I got drunk. Really? I think I don't know. I, I think oh, that event Saturday tonight. again. You know what we should do tonight, Andrew? No, I'm not doing it again tonight. I don't want to. Why is that? I just don't want to. I think I might stop drinking for the rest of. No, that's a lie. I was going to say I might stop drinking for the rest of um. Your life. What you call it? The lockdown. That's a lie. But I don't. I don't think I will. I just cut it down a bit. I do think I'm going to eventually stop drinking, like altogether. Why would you do that? That's not very manly of you. What type uh, of dad is... doesn't drink a Foster's? Do you know what is manly? Doing what the fuck you want and not caring what people say. So the fact that you say it's not very manly and the fact that I do it anyway, that's the most manly shit ever. Yeah, but all men, all men submit to peer pressure. So, anyway. So why, is it the health benefits or what do you want? No, I just like, I don't know. I'm one of them people. I'm one of them people, mate. Who, I'm one of them people, right? Who's always on the happy vibes, and I'm always like upbeat and shit. How can you stop smoking? I thought you were like. I got bored today. It. It's very um very ADHD Andrew of me, but I just got bored of it. I was like, I'll just stop. Is it? Someone insulted me though. Someone fucking insulted me because I said it was at work, and I was like. Someone said to me, do you want to go for a fag? And I was like, oh, I'll stop smoking. And they were like, is it because you can't afford it? And I was like, <laughs> can't afford it. Because <laughs> I can afford it. Wouldn't make it all of it. 
Wouldn't make a fucking dent, mate. Can you buy me more so, things, then? So you essentially got peer pressured into smoking by your work colleague. No, I didn't. I didn't smoke. Oh, pussy. I didn't go for a fag. I'm not a pussy. Oh, do you want to fight me? Come so to my end. There must be some truth to what that guy was saying. What, that I can't afford it? Yeah, why else would you quit? Dream, why else would I quit? It looks badass. Well, that is sort of why I started, mate. Do you know why I started smoking? Peaky blinders? Yep. Is it actually? Literally. You know, but... When you're drunk and someone like gives you a fag and they're like, smoke this, in your head you're thinking, I do this, I'll look like Tommy Shelby from Peaky Blinders. Like, and you do it. Blinders. You've never seen it? It's incredible, mate. It will make you feel like it will make you feel cooler. You know when shows do that when they just like you finish watching an episode and you're like, I'm cooler now because I watched that. No. I get that a lot. I, I get that with like Sherlock as well. When there's like episodes in Sherlock, and then when he when he when it finishes, you feel like you can deduce everyone's actions from what they're wearing, and you're like, oh, you just fucking been to the shop. I can tell by your shoes. And they're like, no, actually, I was in the front room. Then you realise you're schizophrenic. Yeah. Yeah. I had the Boys same experience. I had the same experience when I um watched Rango the other day. I... You wanted to be a lizard. You hate Rango. What? No, I just remembered what Rango was. It was the little green guy in it with jo- Johnny Depp's in it, isn't he? Johnny Depp's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, not no, in I do, I, I do He's like a lizard. Brilliant film. Explores themes about identity and corruption that we all live with in Oh, Shut up. Shit, what was that? Tisha Quaid. Tisha Quaid. That's What? I sounded more German. Einsteiger. Talk about German. Yep. You know Hitler? I do know Hitler. He's a good mate. Do you think him and Kim Jong-un are partying in heaven? Yeah, definitely. Oh. They're in the they're in the smoky bit of castle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the bit where all the rock people go. Him, Osama, Stalin, yeah. Mao, all of them. That was a really fun... What if, like, you know when it came out that he supposedly died and then everyone did memes about it? What if he, like, tracked every single person who made a meme about him dying down? And, like get some killed. I think we should right. So context to this, everyone thought Kimmy Jong Un fucking died. All right, the chubby the chubby chink as I call him. We all know him, Rocket Man, as Trump calls yeah. him. So everyone thought he died, but I think it was today they had footage of him at some event. So well, it was. It was said like dead. a week ago. There was like articles a week ago say like Korea had come out and said. He's not dead. He's just isolating. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it would have been a bad thing or not him to die. I don't know. A bit of both worlds, wouldn't it? Really. Maybe we shouldn't talk about this because the Koreans are listening. Yeah. Then, <laughs> no, I'm joking. I just think if he sees the memes, like you said, if he sees the memes about him dying, like I saw one about Kim Jong-un in the gulag fighting for his yeah. life. It's like, yeah. if he sees that, he's going to not exactly be a happy bunny, isn't he? Not at all. No. He's going to nuke the world. How would you feel if you allegedly died and everyone was memeing it on Twitter? I'd scare the shit out of people. I'd get a funeral going, right? And then I'd go in the coffin and then like halfway through when I hear everyone crying, because when I die, everyone's going to cry because yeah. I'll be su- it'll be such a loss to the world. I'm going to pop open the coffin. Just be like, ah, you're crying, bunch of knobheads. What's going on? What's this? Where's, where's the pub? Where's the pub? Let's go pub. Oh, oh, come on, man. Let's go pub. And then you find out it's the bloody vicar that's crying and there's nobody else sat there because everyone yeah, fucking hates there's you. there's no one else at my funeral. How, what sort of funeral do you reckon you're going to have? Uh, I'm going to have a fun one. I'm going to have one in Steve Mill. I'm going to have on my tombstone... I'm gonna have like really, really small font, so that people have to get up really, really close to like read it, and it's gonna say you're standing on my balls. <laughs> bring, <laughs> bring a bit of joy. Apparently, when Tupac died, they cremated him 
and then his homies put his ashes in their weed and smoked him. <laughs> That's weird. That's strange. I don't like that. Well, I'm hoping the same thing happens to me. I've got you, bro. Yeah. There's um, there's couples who, when if one of them dies before the other, then the one who's still alive will eat a part of the one that died. Oh, that's on TLC. Is it? a sort of a metaphorical way of saying this person is always with me. Even though it doesn't really make sense, because... You just shit by, but Yeah, by definition, you will shit that person out and flush them away. Basically reincarnation. Basically. Those, those Hindus are onto something, I know. <laughs> Reincarnated as a turd. Yeah. I don't think... That'd be cool. Wave. But in T- on TLC, which is known as the Learning Channel, but they always put My Strange Addictions on. Yeah. Um, there was one where the woman was addicted to eating her husband's ashes. That's weird. How do so, you get into that situation? At what point do you look and go, I'll give that a munch? Oh, That's she, a she, mental she, breakdown. She spilt it on the floor, was cleaning and it thought, up. Oh, and eat it up. Yeah, she got a bit on her things and she was like, you know what? Fancy a little bit. That's strange. Do you know what I think would be a cool idea? Have you heard of Hunter S. Thompson? No. Nope. He's a very famous journalist. He wrote a lot of books. He wrote um, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas and The Rum Diaries and all this mental stuff that's actually really interesting to read if you're a nerd like me. Anyway, he did loads of drugs. He had like a mental life. He, When he died, he um, his last dying wish was to get fired out of a 30-foot cannon into space. Fair enough. In it. And he, um, oh, interestingly, considering we were talking about Rango... He got Johnny Depp to do it. Johnny Depp shot him over. Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp fired him out of the cannon. Hey. It's completely true. You can look it up. Hunter S. Thompson, cannon, Johnny Depp. It's all true. Where does he land? Imagine if someone's having a barbecue. I don't think it was on Thompson. Body. Comes out of nowhere. Imagine, no, but imagine if he like fired it back into Johnny Depp's garden. Yeah, that'd be cool. I don't imagine. think it was a. I don't think it was his full body. <laughs> I'm pretty be. sure they cre they cremated it first. Imagine uh, it just crash lands onto, just crash <laughs> lands into someone's sandpit when there's a kid there. No, totally wipes away. Satellite, it'll be alright. <laughs> be alright, won't it? Let's uh, hit a Russian satellite. They won't be. They won't mind. Attach a few potatoes to it. Talking about satellites. Go on. Have you seen Elon Musk satellites? Isn't it like- Elon Musk? Is a cunt. Yeah, I was about to say someone's been saying that. It's Andrew. Um, it's me. Yeah. He's he's one of them people who thinks that um, lockdown is a a farce and that America should be free and open again. But it's just because Tesla stocks are going down and he wants to make that bank, even though he's incredibly rich. Yeah, but I think people view Elon Musk as kind of like one of those billionaires that's like us, but... Yeah, but he's not, though. He is a billionaire, and billionaires tend to... Are not like us. For themselves, yeah. He, um... Back in the day, right, not that long ago, but there was, like, a... Was it in Taiwan? There was a bunch... Oh, look out. Look out for what? Hang on. Shut up. Back in the day, in Taiwan, I think it was, there was a school bus or something full of kids that crashed. And then Elon Musk was, like, into a cave. And Elon Musk was like, oh, we'll use Tesla stuff to save them. But then the, someone was like, the people who saved the kids were like, nah, don't want to. So then these people saved them. And then Elon Musk called all the divers pedophiles. Oh, because they were football coaches or something. Something like that, yeah. But he yeah. just, because they didn't use Tesla stuff, he just called everyone a paedophile. Is and, like, he wrong? Ruined, their, ruined their lives. He might be onto something. Maybe he is. Do you I think? Don't know. So, a lot of people think that billionaires are evil. Um, vast majority. They're not evil. They're disconnected. Because surely, if you're yeah, a billionaire, exactly. you can have whatever you want. Exactly. So, kind of like Epstein, he could have whatever he wanted, so he wanted the forbidden fruit, a.k.a. kids. Children. Yeah. The forbidden fruit. <laughs> That's such a fucking comparison. 
So, so do you think that all be- kind of people in power are evil? I don't think people in power are evil. I think there's a difference between people in power and billionaires. Like the mm. US president only makes like 250000 a year. That's his yearly salary. Something yeah, like that. He is a billionaire. No, he's not. He's been bankrupt how many times? Nah. He's a millionaire. He's not a billionaire. But anyway, if you're a billionaire, you can literally buy anything. It doesn't. It literally doesn't make a dent. It doesn't make a craft at all. The... It doesn't make a dent, mate. Like, we can't is... even. We can't even conceive buying a four hundred million dollar house. But then Jeff Bezos did that, and it's only like what four percent of his wealth or something. Like it's a tiny majority of his wealth. Mm. It's just crazy. Uh, I have talking about. I have bad news. I've got to go, go on. Dindins. Oh. Can you leave a recording? Yeah, I probably won't be back in time, so I guess this is me out, boys. Bye. Bye. <laughs> talking about people in power, misusing yeah. their power. Boris Johnson had his kid today, and he named it Wilfred Laurie Nicholas Johnson. That kid's gonna get. Imagine naming your child Wilfred. That yeah, the is using your power. But what about Wilfred Owen, Harry, the well-known wartime poet? He's well-respected. Yeah, but it's such I'm a scary name. I'm such an educated person, anyway. Um, yeah, but the thing is, though, you give a kid a Tory name, but that kid is definitely going to be around Tories for the rest of its life. Mm. He's going to be a spoiled little cunt. The best way to be a Tory is to read and get rich. The best way to be a Tory? No, it's a quote from Idols. Yeah, it's the best way to um, scare a Tory, is the quote. Oh, never mind. The best way to scare a Tory is to read and get rich. Fair enough. I was listening to that on the last trek home from my rum. Yeah. Honestly, it got me hyped. It's a good song, Mother by Idols good tune for anyone who's into punk leftism I don't know if do you think listening to music whilst running is cheating 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 no how's it cheating I don't understand because I don't know listening to music whilst exercising kind of defeats the purpose of exercise in my opinion how the fuck does that make sense mate well when I exercise I like to get into my zone and experience pain so i know music can help you get into the zone can't it yeah but if you don't have your music to get into the zone when you need to be in the zone then you'll never know how to get into the zone that's not really true though is it well you see these football players and they've all got their beats on listening to music but then yeah they all get into the into the zone i don't understand what you mean i don't know when i'm are you saying are you saying that without music they wouldn't be able to push as hard? So music is a sort of cheat. I don't know. It's when I'm exercising, I like to get into the zone. I like to push myself as hard as I can. But then yeah. when you've got, I don't know, the music kind of seems like a luxury. You're right. trying to you're trying to put yourself in. Exercise shouldn't be fun. It should be painful. But you do it anyway. Exercise shouldn't be fun. No. That's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. I. Right, you look at Mo Farah, when he does a marathon, he's not having fun, he's in pain. pain. No, but he's a professional athlete who likes pushing himself to the map. His goal is to be the best. My goal isn't to be the best, but I like to try and be the best I can be, and I like to push myself. I just feel like you can't just cushion yourself with music. I I don't understand not having fun while exercising. What are you on about? Oh, no, I'm a different type of man. You're a crazy person. Well, when I'm running, I want to try and run as fast as possible and just get into the zone. And Are you saying that people who enjoy exercise aren't doing it right because they enjoy it? Yeah, basically. That's crazy, that is, mate. Why? Because I, I like exercise as well, and I like pushing myself, and I like it when it, something hurts. But I still enjoy it. I enjoy the fact that it hurts to lift something heavy. Mm, I guess, but when I is that not? I don't know. I don't understand your theory here, man. All I'm saying is, 
exercise should be painful and being in pain isn't fun. Right. If you get me. Maybe it is, but for some people it is. BDSM, mate. <laughs> some people like getting hot rods up the arse and stuff like that. Turns them on. I watched... Um, I recently I've got this channel called um, Orgasm Breaks. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he went to this... Um, so in America they have adult entertainment um, conventions, aka, you know, you go see a favorite porn star. Um, yeah. And he was interviewing this woman that had a beta cuck man on a chain. Yeah. It was all in leather. And yeah. <laughs> she goes to this black man and makes the white man kiss the black man's shoes because he was a black king. And <laughs> oh my word, it's just some people are fucked. Thing is, though, maybe I'm weird, but the idea of having a slave who will do whatever I say is just incredibly enticing to me. <laughs> Anyone who has any offers for me, the email is uh, fumingmate at gmail.com. I will not pay you. Well, that's the Thank point. Thank you. But exactly. Who's getting something out of that? Is it the woman who's got the man on the chain, or is it the man on the chain pretending to be it's a dog? Both, isn't it? It's both. I don't know. Do you reckon she's like, oh, fucking hell, I have to take this guy for a walk now? No, because she enjoys the power dynamic. Mm. Although, in a lot of cases, with people who enjoy that, there's like a lot of childhood tra- trauma, which is quite sad. Like that guy on the chain probably got beat to shit out of him. Like when he was when he was a young lad. If only they could see what he turned out into, they would have beaten him harder. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the maybe that's the fact of it. If you like, if you beat a kid, they get traumatized. But if you beat them hard enough, there they become better. <laughs> Life advice. Yeah, there you go. Beat your kids. So yeah, I was watching this channel, All Gas No Breaks. Brilliant channel. You should all go check it out. It's just this yeah. man that goes around interviewing random people, and it's great. It is great. Do you know what is great though? I've re- realized recently how weird America is just through these interviews. Yeah, the specific one that I think you're on about is there was there was a um a video that this channel did on the coronavirus lockdown protest. That's the one. And it was, it's the funniest thing ever. It's a lot of very angry, obese people shouting through megaphones about freedom. Yeah. And it's hilarious. It's just the four horsemen of the apocalypse, isn't it? And it is. In the video, you can see 5G conspiracy theorists, yeah. flat yeah. earthers, yeah. coronavirus conspiracies, and um, moon landing conspirators. Just the there was that one guy, there's one guy that he talks to, and he's like, let me tell you something, I've never washed my hands, and I never will wash my hands, and I always eat raw meat, and I turned out fine. Quite clearly. He's like, he's like, he's mental. I don't, I just, I don't understand what it is. There are certain people who are against the lockdown, but it's for genuine reasons, because they're like, losing business or whatever, but the people who are just like, Freedom! It's like, what are you on about? Shut I up. Think, you know I, mean? I think it has to do with the fact that most of the people that live in America came over on boats. And you've had a lot of... You have British people... Not the people who live there now, though. No, but their ancestors, they were all British, Spanish, French, Italian, whatever. They've all interbred and gone mental. Why do people care so much about their ancestors, though? You're the one who's here now. Sit no. down and shut up. Another thing. You know when there's like, hang on, let me say this. You know when people are like, they're like great, 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 great granddad was Italian, and then they're like, I'm Italian. It's like, no, you're not. Your great, 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 great grandfather was Italian. You're from Sussex, so shut up and stop talking, please. Oh, that's another thing. You look at someone's, you look at someone's Instagram profile. Yeah. And they'll have all these flags in yeah. their bio, as if yeah. as if it matters. You're you. What you're, flag, you're you're British. You're not Lebanese, 
French, Algerian, you're British. It only counts if, like, your granddad was from somewhere, I think. Anything beyond that, you're like... So, yeah, I realise that how we view America is how Americans view Florida. Is it? Have you ever thought about that? I don't really know how Americans view Florida. I know how I view America. Yeah, so the general person views America as if it's a crazy place. Well, yep. the, the crazy people in America think that Florida's a crazy place. There's a lot of mental places. A All lot of the same. places in the South are like, Jesus. Yep. Florida is just mental. I watched the video and... Oh my which, God. Um, which state is uh, Tiger King based in? That is based in Arkansas or Louisiana? I'm not sure. Well, that whatever place that's based in, that's mental as well. Tiger Everything King. in America is mental. Do you want to talk about Tiger King? You can talk about it if you want. Yeah, all right. So I watched, I watched Tiger King before, Andrew. And yeah. I kind of knew what it was all about, but you yeah. watched it afterwards, and I think you enjoyed it, didn't you? I enjoyed it very much. I thought Honestly, it was crazy. Going into lockdown, I never thought that I would learn so much about the corruption within the tiger industry and the zoo <laughs> industry. It's like one of the, yeah. you know, going into lockdown, you might think, oh, I'll have more time to do exercise. You never thought you'd waste, not waste, you'd learn so much about these crazy people in America. I thought it was just crazy how, the, you know, the two main guys, that like the two main um, tiger people, they're both uh, like, they both um Joe Exotic and the other one, the one the blonde big guy who rides the elephant. Yeah. He, they both like manipulated loads of people to just like join their cult. It's yeah. weird. They think I'd love to do that. It is definitely a cult. I think if you haven't seen if anyone listening to this hasn't seen Tiger King and you've been living under a rock, I recommend you do watch it. But I'm gonna start I'm gonna start a cult. Exactly. But well you're quite charismatic, aren't you? Not stroking your ego, but oh, stroke it if you want. It's when the when the cult starts, everyone's stroke my ego. They have to call me Lord Blaney, and they're gonna have to like um, drop to their knees and kiss my feet whenever they see me, and I will call everyone peasant, and they'll they'll enjoy it. Fair enough. Be good. What the guy? You know the guy that rode the elephant? Yeah. He changed everyone's names, and you would only hire virgins and stuff. Yeah. That's like that's pretty culty. And then apparently, um, Charlie was saying that he's done a. He, you know, who's that really big guy? He does the podcast. The Geordie man, what's he called? Oh, True Geordie. Yeah, True Geordie. That was it. I think he's got a podcast with that guy, and apparently that he like disputes a lot of the, um, like dramatizations in Tiger or something. Yes, but the people he's hiring, he's forcing them to change their names. I know, it's very strange. And they're all charismatic people, and they're all like, oh, it's for the benefit of the Tigers. That's proper Charles Manson shit, isn't it? It really, it hit me in the fields at the end when they showed the um, the, the clip of Joe. Yeah, mate, I got feels. <laughs> you know the clip of Joe, like when he first started the Tiger um, Zoo place? And he was like, this isn't a permanent place for the tigers. They need to be out in the wild. And then Joe's like, yeah, I think I deprived these animals of a good life. I was like, oh, Joe. I wonder how he's doing in prison. I wonder if he's still got a mullet. Hopefully not, because that mullet looked fucking mental. There was a picture of him and he had brown hair and it looked really weird. You um, You know the singing that he does? He's like a musician. He doesn't even sing. No, it's not him singing. It's two different countries that he, he like hires to sing I just which is weird it's, it's just like a really abstract comic character it's so crazy if you'd have you find it weird that he's like a manipulative like psychotic crazy person psychopath sociopath whatever and he like manipulates all these people and he does all this horrible shit and he like tries to get someone killed and everything like that, but you also still like him. I know it's, it's perfect. Weird. It's your perfect super, um, your perfect Marvel villain, isn't it? 
because I don't know about that. You were watching Infinity War, and we all. If I watched Infinity War and Joe Exotic came out of the fucking portal and was like, perfectly balanced as all things should be, I'd be like, what's this fucking shit? What's going on here? But what I'm trying to say is, purple man. When you're watching Infinity War, you can kind of sympathise with Thanos because of his backstory and that. Which it's the same. That? So how is he wanted to have the population so enough people? Could oh, the be main, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you could sympathise with the Joker and the Christopher Nolan, the Dark Knight. You can you? I don't know. That's probably a bad example, but Thanos, you can, and you can kind of sympathise with Joe Exotic. That's what makes him kind of your perfect superhero villain, I think. To be honest, mate, I don't sympathise with a lot of people because I too am a sociopath. You're not exactly Joe Exotic sociopath, though, aren't you? No, because I don't have any tigers. But once I get me a tiger, mate, the mullet's coming out. It's all going to go off. <laughs> you need to find something mm-hmm. else. It's already been done. Well, I'll get lions then, and I'll do the opposite of a mullet. I'll get the Jew haircut. I'll get really long sides. The Jew haircut? You know when young Jews have that haircut, they have, like, really long sideburns? Oh, Orthodox Jews? Yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> I think they're mental. I don't know. Religious people are mental. All of them. Um, I don't know. Weird. Weird cunts. <laughs> don't say that. We might have they some are, listeners. Oh, you know what? If someone's religious, I find that act like all right. And if you find comfort in the fact there's an afterlife, that's fucking brilliant. But at the same time, don't go on about it or I will be not very happy. Uh, they kind of need a... Who am I, mate? Am I Ricky Gervais or something? Fucking out. Is he back? No, he just, like... He talks about God a lot and how he doesn't like it. Oh, right. I was kind of... I, I think I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast and they mentioned how... Well, no, it was probably um Tom Segura. And they yeah. were mentioning how um in the Christian community they kind of... They pester you to get hired and that. Whereas in the Jewish community, they'll kind of turn you away. And then if you come back, then you are accepted. They what? If you like go and be like, I want to be a Jew. They'll like, turn you um, away. So then when you then come you back, back they, know, they know you're for real. Whereas the Christian people kind of moither you and they're like, you know, recruiting everyone. I've got a new thing. You know, when you get people, you probably don't get it. Cause you live in the middle of nowhere. But you know, when people like knock on the door, and they want to tell you about God. How many times does that happen? I, it happens quite a lot with me. Really? Like, at least once a month, I'd say. But I have this new thing where I just, like, get my dog, who doesn't like people knocking at the door, and I just hold her, like, carry her, and then I open the door and I just stare at them while the dog's barking in their face. <laughs> and, eventually they're just, and eventually they're just like, I'll just go, and I'm like, yeah, you probably should. You should invite them in for a cup of tea. No, recruit, recruit them for your boring. cult. Oh yeah, I suppose. But what if they rec- what if once they leave, I'm a full blown Christian? It might do you some good. You really think so? I think it'd do awful things. I'd be like telling everyone about God. I'd go on a bit now. Imagine if I was religious. Jesus Christ, people would be bored out of their mind. I could see you know, out in town preaching about God. Whilst That'd be pretty cool. I'll it off your ass. No, I don't drink anymore, mate. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't. Have you heard the new Queen cover they did? For Queen cover? Yeah, they did a new song. So, you know how We Are The Champions? Yeah. They did a song with You Are The Champions? That sounds awful. And they did it to, for, you know, coronavirus and how the NH Stepper, real heroes out there, fighting on the front lines. I haven't heard it. I heard the um, all the musicians cover times like these. What do you think about that? Well, do you remember when um, do you know Gal Gadot is? Um, no. She's the she's the woman who played um, what's that thing? Uh, the DC Wonder Woman. She played Wonder Woman. Oh yeah, yeah. That actress. Do you remember? You might not have seen it because you're not on Twitter again. But she did like a big thing. What song did she sing? She did Imagine. She, like, got loads of celebrities to sing Imagine. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. But it was really, really bad. Like, I hated that video so much. It's not because exactly like, very comforting when you think of the lyrics and it's like, imagine there's I no heaven. And they're like, oh, and granddad's fucking died. And imagine there's no heaven. Oh, yeah, rest in peace, granddad. But they're like all looking in the camera like, I'm doing this for you. I'm singing just for you, you lucky soul. I'm like, that really annoys me. Because they're like, all of them weren't fucking singers. They were just like these highbrow actors who get paid millions. Like, shut up, stop singing Imagine and donate money, you turds. But times the people who covered times like these on BBC One, they were all um, like musicians, so it makes sense for them to be singing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Lady Gaga not... did a similar thing with... Um, have you seen that one where they all sang something? I'm not sure what. I didn't know. Well, in it, Billie Eilish is singing, but she's on the keyboard and it's dark and she's being like an emo. And I she saw it on, yeah, she is. And I saw I was watching Gogglebox, and it came up, and everyone was ripping the shit out of it. She is just a bit too edgy. Do you think she tries to be edgy? Oh so yeah. Just how she is? Because there are some people who are edgy, and they don't try and be edgy. They just are edgy. She she sings about heartbreak and shit. She's only what seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, but Harry, she's all right though. I wouldn't hit that. Oh, I bet you would. So, no, I don't. I don't think a lot of people have hit that. So, how can she talk about heartbreak? Is that harsh? Maybe I don't know. <laughs> I can't say I've experienced heartbreak. I don't know. Imagine. What is heart- I don't. Imagine think. you singing about heartbreak. Me singing about yeah. heartbreak. It'd be brilliant, mate. <laughs> because you've had so much experience of heartbreak, haven't you? No. I also I find it very hard to experience what people call emotions. So yeah. I don't think it would be a very... It would, there wouldn't be a lot of lyrics in that song. It'd be yeah. like, oh, I'm a bit sad and here's a song about it. That, that is one annoying thing I've just thought about now. Singers who are 20-something and they sing about life and love and the difficulties of life. I understand if you're from frigging Compton or something and you're talking about police brutality. <laughs> yeah. That's an actual struggle. But if you're like, I don't know, Shawn Mendes and you're complaining and you sing <laughs> it, what what struggle have you had? You've almost had this kind of perfect life, some feature-length fucking film of a life, and you can complain about your life singing, and there's literal yeah. kids dying in Africa. <laughs> Imagine... To be fair, though, if you look at your own life, you could probably find something that's like traumatic enough that you could turn into a song that's heartfelt, probably. Fair enough. Do you think... I don't know. What type of what type of does everyone need a struggle? Does every famous people every famous person need a struggle? No. Well, this is a good topic to talk about because you've seen one of my favourite comedians, Chris D'Elia. Yes. His comedy special, which is hilarious, and everyone needs to listen or watch on Netflix. He hit like a big part in that is the fact that he had a really fucking good childhood. And yep. he talks about how loads of people say that comedians have to have some sort of trauma that they can build off of, which I sort of think is kind of true. No, it's not. But he, well, it's if sort you, of. If you, it, you it, it, Michael McIntyre a comedian, do you think he's had any fucking struggle in his life? I don't really know what he's been through there. But like, no, but like the people who, I think that either there's like two camps. Either you've got this perfect life, which fills you with positive energy, and you can like turn that into something like comedy or whatever, or music. Or you've had this awful life that you can also, like, turn into life lessons that you can give to people through whatever. Do you know what I mean? I agree with you, but... I, I, I like think Christian, people have like, had a struggle, personally. Yeah. But Chris is like, fantastic, obviously. Chris D'Elia, his whole thing is, um... Like, he, he just talks about how he had a perfect life, basically. And he still is a comedian. But then there's like other people, other comedians, like um, Billy Connolly. He's like one of the best comedians in the world, probably my favourite comedian. And he was like, he had a really shit childhood. So I don't know. I don't know if your childhood really affects it. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But I don't want someone to like... When you when you go watch comedy, or if you're watching comedy, you don't want someone to be... I don't want a comedian to be all happy and just all... I don't know. You look. I I can't stand Michael McIntyre. 
I can't stand him, but I can't stand him for like what he. I don't know. I just don't think he's very funny. He's not a funny man, and you don't. I don't know. He's, My, he's just like a posh guy who talks about posh stuff. Exactly. You want something you can relate to, and I think the people that have had a struggle at least can you can kind of relate to them because you're not some super elite that goes to bloody Marks and Spencers. Michael McIntyre has got a bit. You know, if you go to a beep sometime, you know you have them like um, umbrellas that have like weights on them to yeah. stop them from moving around. He's got like a whole bit about trying to move this umbrella to where your blanket is on the beach. But it's like, you wouldn't move the umbrella. You'd move your blanket under the umbrella. And all of his fans were like laughing their ass off. And it's like, this doesn't make any sense. It's not funny. Shut up. And then you compare it to the likes of Eddie Bravo when he talks about the time he's like ODing and shit, which is hilarious. Or when he takes edibles. I don't think I know who Eddie Bravo is. Who's Eddie Bravo? I'm not Eddie Bravo. I mixed it up. Joey Diaz. Joey Diaz. Joey Diaz hasn't OD'd. Oh, you know, on whatever it is, when you take too many edibles, I don't know. Oh, right, yeah. I know what you mean. Mm. Joey Diaz is another funny man. Let's Very just name funny, funny people. King Crystalia is funny. Joey Diaz is funny. Tom Segura is funny. Bert Kreischer is funny. I watched that Russell Howard special on Netflix again. That was funny. John Richardson is funny. Billy Connolly's funny. Everyone's funny. I'm funny. I'm going to do stand-up one day. So good. Seems like a very hard job thinking of bits and that to talk about. Oh, not for me. I'm hilarious. All right then. <laughs> I am. I just think right. I don't know. They must. Uh, do they memorize it or? Is, I don't yeah. Know. Well, clearly they do. It reminds me of when I had to memorize my bloody French essay for my French you know course, controlled it? assessments, and I was like just just spitting shit out that I memorized. I think it's pretty good. You know the comedians who like literally just do jokes; they don't do story. Because like the big, the, the only type of comedy that you see nowadays really is stories. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But the comedians who still manage to do like just jokes for an hour, like an hour of just jokes, not stories, joke. That I reckon that's harder. Probably. I want a, an hour-length show of your mum jokes. There's a, there's a comedian called um, Anthony Jesselman who does like an hour of jokes and he's like one of the funniest people in the world as well. But yeah. That seems hard. I reckon if I ever tried stand-up I'd look like that Joaquin Phoenix in The Joker. Except I wouldn't have a mental breakdown, I'd just cry. <laughs> that is a mental breakdown, mate. Well, he was laughing because he had a condition. But... Yeah, he wasn't actually laughing, though. He was in pain. Oh, well. Society. Um, I was thinking, though, I was thinking about this today, actually. You know, like, comedians have, like, these funny stories they tell about their life. Yeah. And then people are like, how do you have such funny things happening to you? But I think, if you really think about it, every single person has at least, like, two things that happen to them every day that is, like, a funny little story to tell. Yeah, it's the way you tell it, I think. Yeah. Exactly. When I was watching um, uh, Chris D'Elia, it did. Yeah. he kind of jumps around a lot, but then it always goes yeah. back to the point. Yeah. But I think comedians as well, they kind of just go out of their way to try and do messed up shit. That's why they're comedians, really. Like growling at babies or something. Like me, mate. Yeah. I used to love just getting people annoyed by saying the most outrageous shit. <laughs> That gave me real kicks. Kind of I still sort of do it, humor. but not... Yeah, I still sort of do it, but not as much. I'm an adult now, and I do adult things. I just love awkward silences. You know when you say something that's just completely out there, and it just makes right. everyone yeah. fall silent? I, I love have that, that quite a lot, to be honest. Oh, it's brilliant. I reckon that bit about, like, last podcast... There was a um, a bit where I talked about my sister getting brutally raped and what I'd do. I think that'd go down well. <laughs> Fucking hell. As a comedy bit. Yeah. Are we talking about skits? Well, we we had like He's a big back. tangent. A tangent. About Blake's what? back. I don't know. T- 
tell you what, Blake, when you're not around, the conversations are well intelligent. Me and Harry, fool, we seem like smart boys now. We've all right, you don't have dumb shit down for me. No, it's all right. <laughs> oh, that's um, offensive, man. No, what did you have for your tea? What did I have for my tea? Mate, I had some gamut yeah. mash and peas. I sound more energetic, energetic than I've ever been I'm in really... my life. Yeah, you are. And I also had some ice cream. Because, you know, Ooh. you scream ice cream, we all scream for ice cream. We vibing out here, boys. Now. We vibing. Right. Did you take your time? No, well, I'm yeah. probably going to hit them soon. <laughs> right. So, I've, I've realised a few things with music. Go on, man. Right, my friend. I love the... my, my friend, right, who makes beats and stuff. Right, he's quite yeah. good. And I reckon everyone should go check him out on SoundCloud, Vacant Islands. No. That's if you've made it this what? far, if you have. What, what was mean? it? What was it called? Vacant Great. Island. Vacant Islands, right. So yeah. don't listen to that. It's probably listen crap. Listen to that. It's really good. If you like lo-fi <laughs> beats, it's amazing. Right. Is or it Vacant for well. a reason? I don't, know. I don't know. That's just his name. Okay. Right. And I've learned a lot about music. Oh, I say I've learned a lot. I've probably learned bare minimum. What do you mean? I don't understand what you mean. Well, he was just, like, going for it all, and I was really blagged out. Like, how much do you actually know about music? Because I'd imagine you do know a lot, Andrew. Considering what, you me? Study it. Yeah, Mate, considering I know you loads. Study. I don't expect um, you to do shit, to be honest, Harry. What do you mean? I know. I know, I know all sorts. Because, like, I, I, I didn't even know what an 808 was. That's not really music, though. That's instruments. That's different. Right, what, what, makes, music? Me. what, what makes music, Andrew? Instruments. Shut up. Come on. Well, I guess so. You've done me there. Yeah, exactly. It must come from the heart in order to be music. That was it just gay. Be- it must bleed from your soul. You must That's- believe in yourself. There you go. There's a song about believing in yourself. I was also saying the other day, right, you know that, well, what's, uh, what's um, Ozzy Osbourne's wife? So Sharon. Sharon Osbourne. Sharon! Sharon needs to be a meme. Like... She is a whole different type of woman, and yet she's just running around scot-free. She needs to be memed. She's not running around scot-free. Have you seen Keeping Up With The Osbournes, whatever the fuck it's called? No, because I thought the Kardashian, Kardashians was the like the one that everyone was like weirded out by. And What's it called? I think it might just be called The Osbournes. There's a reality TV show about Ozzy Osbourne and his family. They're all crazy. It's the funniest thing ever. Really? Have you not seen that clip where Ozzy Osbourne comes out of a room and he's like, someone has taken my beers out of my room. <laughs> and then Sharon Osbourne's like, who's the beer thief? And it's like, what? And it's just funny. You need to watch it. And then Ozzy Osbourne's reply to who's the beer thief is just going, Ugh. Yeah, he's, very good. I don't know what's happened to him. It's ever since he had that fucking bat. Is Ozzy Osbourne the guy that features on Travis Scott's song? Yeah, that's it. We're not talking about Travis Scott. We're not. Travis Scott. No, no, no. Right on that note, we're ending the podcast. How long has it been going on for? Forty-nine minutes, but I'm not talking about Travis Scott because he's going to lead it to the the event thing. I want to talk about Travis Scott. I want to talk about that. No, we really don't want to. I'd rather talk about Sharon Osbourne. Sharon Osbourne's interesting. Oh, there was a bit where she was on like um, Graham Norton, yeah. and he said he says something like, "What was the most painful surgery you had?" And she was like, "I had my pussy tightened." And I was like, "Ha, what? That's a yep. thing." When you're older, you can get your vagina tightened. I don't know if that's cool or that. That just. I'll tell your mum about that. Well, you know, hey, Which my mum's a slag. Both your mums. Okay. I'll pay for it. Apparently. There's literal videos of your mum getting ploughed. Shut up. Don't tell them. Shut <laughs> up. the audience, man. I'm joking. Look for Woody Woodhouse on Pornhub and you'll find it. <laughs> Woody. What is Pornhub? I don't know. I only watch no, xxvideos.com. I just go on Facebook and use people's profile pictures. I remember, right, I remember in high saying. school this lad saying to me, right, have you ever looked at someone's yeah. Instagram and jerked off to it? And I was like, you what? He goes, right, right, if you know, there's this girl, right, she, like, gets her cleavage out in the photos and it's really hot and, like, I just have wanks to him. And I was like, what? Basically a public only I, I find it disgusting that people will masturbate to people that they know. 
I there was a lad. There was a lad in our high school, right, Harry? I want you to guess who I who it is that I'm telling this story about. Once I tell it, I want you to say his first name if you know who it is. All right. So there was this lad who I spoke to, and I was like, he came up to me and he was like, "How many girls in our year have you wanked over their Facebook profile pictures?" And I was is like, it "Dave, what? Is it who? Dave? Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> He was like, how many of you went to? And I was like, none of them. And I was really confused. And I was like, wait, how many of you went to? And he was like, um, I don't know, like 20 of them. I was like, what? That's fucking Imagine weird. how confused he was when you said, I haven't went to any of them. Imagine how, how well, weird that's you that's strange, though. Is that not weird? That's, that's weird. Whack. Like... People genuinely do that though, and like, oh wait, there's this girl, right? She was telling me about. Uh, hang on, let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. I think if it's someone you're dating, and you're imagining them in a circumstance, shall we say, because you're not with them, I would say that's sort of fine. That's still fucking weird. It's weird, but, but that's it's more sort acceptable. of fine. It's more acceptable. But if it's just to someone you know, if you've got a mate who's a girl, and you're like, "Pool, cracking ass on that," give a bust out to that one. What the fuck is wrong with you? It's messed up. But no, there's this. Yes, you man. This is the weirdest one I've ever heard. Right? This girl was saying to me about like how guys do it to her profile pictures and admit it to her, and I was just like, "What?" She goes, yeah, this Strange. one. And she was like, the weirdest one was when this lad literally filmed himself having a wank over his iPad and coming all over her face on the screen. That's cool. And, and then That's he, sweet. Yeah, but he finished it off with a nice little message. <laughs> Just like thinking about you. I get girls all the That's time. That's what he typed. He typed thinking about you, but he said, I love you. Oh, that's weird. So it was the ultimate weirdness. It was I love you I mixed love in you. with fucking. I'm thinking about. You. I don't know if you can. I don't know if a man can truly say that he loves someone after you. After you jizz, you'll say anything. You say you love Hitler after you jizz. If you just if someone, if you just come, if you just come and then the person who you just finished with is like, what do you think Hitler? You'd be like, oh, I love him. I don't. I yeah. get. I get. I get. What happens is I nut and go sad. Oh, no. This is a very interesting conversation. However, yeah. I, I'm really emotionally invested. Baby. I'm emotionally invested in this conversation. Yeah. However, I need to leave now. So right, I'm, say, I'm saying my goodbyes. Thank you for listening to the podcast on my behalf. Thank you for listening to me ramble about shit. Are you two going to carry the rest? Might as well. Yeah. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Love you. Do we just cut that bit out of you two talking? No, we should keep it, mate. No? Keep it. Oh. Keep all of it. <laughs> you know how we were. You know how I've been saying I'm going to do a hostile takeover of this podcast. It's going to end up just being. Happen. It is going to happen. I know. Everyone I mean, listening, one, 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 eventually. One more, step. <laughs> one more step, really, aren't we? Right now. Every yeah, exactly. I've done. I I carried it with Harry, and now I'm going to carry it with you. Well, and eventually, I'm going to carry it without. Back. The thing is, I came back I'm... and carried it for everyone. So I, I no, you, didn't. you came in and were like, "I just, uh, I just had gammon and uh, music and uh, 808s and also come in and uh, Facebook pictures." Uh... Yeah, that's what you sound like. Yeah, you little autist. No, I'm acoustic. Actually, I'm unplugged. Acoustic. Got... Yeah, I'm acoustic and I'm unplugged. That's what I am. I'm not autistic anymore. I identify as acoustic. Mate, if you're an al- if you're an album. You'd be an unplugged album, wouldn't you? Yeah. You'd be you'd be Nirvana's unplugged. Oh, I I don't oh. Ooh, I don't know about that one. Is that supposed to be some? That's a compliment and a half, right there. That's a compliment and a half. To your ears. Are you saying you don't like Nirvana? I love Nirvana. So what are you talking about then? I don't like the unplugged version. Oh, fair enough. I mean, you're wrong, but you know, you're allowed your opinion. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's allowed their opinion. Me and Harry had very um, deep conversations about comedy. So do you want to have a deep conversation or do you want to talk about weed? Because you want weed to be legalised. <laughs> Whatever you fancy, Andrew. Hard turn. Now talk about weed. You want weed to be legalised, don't you? Talk about it a second. Well, I'll yeah, reply. Well, I do want weed to be We'll legal. have a conversation. We'll have a conversation, mate. You'll say stuff. I'll say stuff. Shut you know, the conversation fuck up, works. right? I want weed to be legalised because it... <laughs> because... <of> the... <laughs> 
if we went back to the old weed where there was lower THC levels and what is it CBD isn't it CBD right where it was just like a mild high you weren't getting too fucked sitting on the sofa monging out yeah you know that is great we went (laughs) we went back to that the old weed it yeah it'd be so much better like no one be going crazy about it be I don't know right I sound really retarded because I haven't had time to collect my thoughts I haven't had time to collect my thoughts, but I'll sound smart anyway. I think that if weed is legalised, right, it'll be safer because there'll be legal requirements for the weed and there'll be testing kits and all that stuff. And you'll have to get it from, like, you know, actual vendors and it'll be safe and it'll just be good. Yeah, I don't even know if I'd use it that much. I just think that it'd be healthy to legalise it. Because, like, it, it has that numbing not numbing but it gives you that chill vibe yeah and that's what some people just need they just need to smoke and then they're gonna get fucking nervous because of the police and now if it's legalized it'll be all right it's weed isn't that deep if it's not what we've got today also weed doesn't give hangovers and i think that if you go for a snooze after you've had an edible or something it's like one of the best things ever right i'll 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 tell you something a weed over is a thing a weed over. Yeah, I got but so high a... I had like a minging headache. You have to have a lot for that though, didn't you? Well, it was a fair bit, yeah. I don't know how much. I don't, even, I don't even do. I, whenever I have. Like, don't say I do weed. Don't. You smoke it. Please. No. Canal. Whenever I have um, <laughs> smoked the weed or had an edible. Yeah. No, that's a lie actually. Whenever I smoked weed, I've got really, really paranoid. Yeah. Which I don't like. But edibles are fine with me. Edibles I don't mind. Maybe, maybe. Which is I... weird. Usually it's the other way around for people. I reckon, right, it's, you've got, you do levels of being high, so you get to a certain point, and then a certain point, and then a certain point. You get what I mean? So when you have edibles, yeah. it jumps you straight past your paranoia, and straight to the high, oh, like yeah. the good bit. Also, though, um, there is the fact that I've when I have smoked weed, there's only a few times when it was just weed. Most of the time it was um, while drinking. Ooh. Which um, adds, like, chemically does something and actually just makes you paranoid. I'm or right something. I don't like know. That. Like but you're more used to it, though, aren't you, you little stoner? It's not even that. I've always been quite calm. Like, I've, I've never really had a big freak out on drugs. When you first had that, that first spliff at five years old, at five years just old. Just children. I was actually ten. Yeah, children, didn't you? You were ten? Yeah. Fuck me, Blake. Right, were you in Scotland? Yes. Right? So yeah, there you go. Basically, we were, like, trying to have a ciggy. It was, like, my first ciggy. Get that, didn't you, lad? Get that, didn't you? That'll sort you out right nice. Yeah. So... Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> right. So we got the neighbour. Me and my yeah. mate got the neighbour to fucking get um, tobacco from his dad. And he brought out a little cube. That's... Right. And it turns out it was hash. Like, now, if I look back right. at it, I realise it was hash. But we, like, yeah. we like scraped the shit out of it, trying to make it into, like, a fag. And we all had, like, <laughs> weak, shitty fags out of this hash. And Fuck me. At the age of ten, I, I got high. And That's too young. That. <laughs> That's too ten, young. Ten years old, right? And I thought, I thought... <laughs> yeah, but then the thing is... All, for fucking like eight years till the memory came back, right? Because I was yeah. to the person that it happened with. Um, yeah. I thought it was just a mad nicotine rush. <laughs> I thought nicotine rushes were meant to last for hours. <laughs> so like when people were well, like between the ages of like fucking well ten to fifteen, I was like, nah, yeah. I'm alright. I, I, no, I, 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 like, I don't want to be fucked. I don't hours. want a mad nicotine rush. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, I don't want another one of those mad nicotine rushes. What do, what do you mean? I will never have another nicotine rush again. Yeah. I have to quit smoking. Yeah, now nah, wait till you're on the the beers. I said that to my mum. I was like, oh, mum, I'll stop smoking. He was like, do you want to take a bet how long that'll last? I was like, it'll probably last until I go to the pub again. Yeah, that's... Which apparently is in September, so, you know, that's that's like quite a while. Oh, that's good. Just save I'm going to be a healthy person. A healthy person. I don't need to save money, mate. I got loads of money. Anyone who wants to join my cult, anyone who wants to be one of my bitches, anyone who wants to send, any anyone who wants money, 
email humanmate at gmail.com and put the, the heading of the email put the heading of the email as this one's for my master I'll know it's for me well, if, again if you've made it this far hello hello and uh, goodbye thanks for watching the, listening to the podcast is this the end of it? yeah this is going to be the end of it oh fair enough I'm going to go have some chocolate mousse then alright well, yeah, wait oh okay bye <laughs>